Franklin Planhat, and I got to sit down with Pietro Savantu from Vainu and talk a little bit about customer success at his company and what his thoughts are on the startup culture in the Nordic region. Hey, Pietro, thanks so much for joining us. No worries, no worries. All right, good. Well, before we get started into the topic of customer success, we want to talk a little bit about Vainu. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about Vainu, how it got started, um, and what you do there? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so Vainu is, uh, we founded Vainu in two, uh, three, three years ago. Uh, and, and, and the um, main idea behind that is that uh, we want to find good, good sales prospects and good sales leads to uh, sales, sales people. And how do we do that is that uh, we have a, uh, in our uh, company or in, a, in our software, we have the uh, organizational database of all the companies uh, there are in Nordics and in US and in other countries altogether 70 million uh, of them at least and then what the software does is, is the technology that finds a huge amount of data from the web uh, everything from the company on websites to to uh, to appointments or recruitments or or any other place where you can find meaningful organization uh, meaningful information about the organization and and uh, then we index and analyze that and, and uh, present uh, smart smart uh, lead and prospect lists based on that data to to our users. So that's what it is. Uh, and and then uh, now now we are in in five countries. We have offices in in New York, Amsterdam, and then Oslo, Stockholm, and and in Helsinki. And then we're all together 80 people strong, and we have a around thousand, a bit more than thousand. Uh, clients at the moment so we're growing very and very strong yeah i mean that's a, a tremendous amount of growth in the past three years to be um 80 plus strong now and have started in the nordics and now expanding into the u.s uh, do you intend to expand further in the u.s or just in new york right now uh, what are your plans for your expansion in that area mm, uh yeah you never know i think it depends on a lot of stuff uh, uh but but uh, definitely our focus is in in the U.S. to get the business very uh, well started there. Actually, we got our first clients already there, so it's a it's been a very very uh, good start. But but the focus is definitely to grow in the U.S. Uh, will it be through opening new offices? Uh, it might be, but I don't know for sure. All right, so we'll plan on it just being New York for right now. Um, all right, so can you tell us about what inspired you and your co-founders to start by now? Uh, well, I, I think it, so it's uh, Mikko, uh, Tuomas and me are, are the founders and uh, we're friends from the uh, very beginning since from the elementary school. So we know each other very well and I've oh, been wow. working with uh, and, and uh, I know actually Mikko uh, very well from the professional side as well because we work for, uh, work for uh, uh, same same company for Meltwater for many years in, in a lot of projects and I think uh, the main inspiration uh, was that uh, we spent a lot of time in prospecting and finding good uh, companies to contact and and our teams did and 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 and, 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 and so forth so so we thought that there should be a smart way to solve this uh, problem because everybody had the same same problem and then we uh, took on Tuomas uh, to think of how could it be uh, solved and, and Tuomas we know he's one of the best uh, people in, in, in product product and tech that I've ever ever seen so he of course came up with a 
cool, cool solution for that, and there off it went. So Vainu is founded and based out of Helsinki, and right now the Nordic region seems to be a very interesting place for tech and startups. Yep. And I wanted to ask what you found interesting or particularly special about mm. the Nordic region and um, how the startup experience is for you here. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, uh, I was just uh, having speech about uh, why 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 Finland is one of the best places to start a company uh, in the world. Oh, perfect! And, and I, uh, yeah, and I think it applies for the whole Nordic, uh, for the whole uh, all of the Nordic Nordic countries. It's a uh, so uh, and the reason is that the market itself might not be the biggest in the world. The money available might not be the uh, biggest in the world as, as such uh, that that is able uh, available of course and the market is uh, is good size but I think the best reason why Nordics is the good place to start is the uh, is is the e- easy access to the market you can talk to the decision makers very e- uh, easily compared to other parts of the world and you can uh, present your ideas and the, the the flexibility to make decisions uh, without without uh, not that much of hassle is is is, uh, is one of the best in the world. The the cap uh, the adaptability and the capability to uh, understand new technologies and the wanting you know, people want to try out new solutions. That's uh, that's uh, one of the best in the world. The capability to adapt to adapt to those and and a lot of things that make the Nordic market very flexible to uh, launch a new business. And and I think all the learnings we took out of the Nordics is something that we take on now when we go into other parts of the Europe and, and especially to uh, to US. So uh, it's a, it's a, if you want to scale your business to a global business, I think Nordic is the best testing, uh, testing environment for, for that, definitely. Very nice. And do you have any specific aspects you think that, like, to make it flexible yeah if you look at specifically from our domain uh, one of the best things is that the uh, organization the company data is, is uh, public and, and available for all which helps our algorithms to uh, perform better uh, there's not uh, I don't know if there are any other parts in the world where every single company and uh, need to file their uh, File their financial numbers to public register. That's that's a good one. Uh, and but then on a general level, I think the flexibility is mostly in the way we do business uh, in general. So it's very uh, it, it applies to Finland, but it it applies and to Norway, but it also applies to Sweden. Uh, maybe not in the extent than for Norway and Finland, but the, uh, uh, how 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 straightforwardness in terms of like. Uh, and getting reaching people out and making the decisions of buying a new product or a service uh, and, and 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 that that kind of uh, well mostly flexibility in, in in terms of doing business. I think that's on another level uh, compared to other parts of the world. So I think that's a, a universal example of that. And then to go back to um, what you mentioned about how much you guys have grown in the past couple of years, what do you attribute to that growth? Is there anything in particular um, that you've seen that's really had an impact on that? Mm, yeah, I think there's plenty, plenty of aspects. Well, of course, uh, we were pretty lucky in getting the product market fit right in the very beginning, so we haven't 
needed to iterate the idea that much uh, the, the sort of the same vision we had uh, in the very first meetings we met with Thomas and Mikko uh, has been the same throughout now and I think it will be the same uh, going forward so that's that's good and also I think that we all had experience Mikko and Thomas and, and me on our past that how if you want to get the product out to the market what need you but what you need to do from the technological or the product perspective and what you need to do in the uh, commercial uh, or the business perspective to get it out there so we sort of knew what to uh, how to get there so uh, it was also a very good thing that we've sort of done it uh, earlier as well yeah yeah and you guys have known each other for so long so. Yeah, yeah 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 definitely yeah that helps um yeah. Um, okay. So this podcast, of course, we're going to speak about customer success. Yep. Um, so just maybe help us understand uh, how your focus on customer success has influenced your growth. Uh, well, yeah, definitely. I think one one thing that you can never take too too seriously is, is the focus on on clients and and then customers and, and and that's what we wanted to do from the very beginning so so uh, appreciating our uh, customers and clients uh, has been in their dna for from from the very beginning because when you have happy clients uh, it's uh, it's not only that the clients renew but it's it's uh, there's also another external factors that they uh, that they they tell other people uh, other prospects good stuff about our, our uh, product, but but I think there's a more important thing is the uh, sort of the uh, internal pride about the product. So if the, if people like our product, it's the the company itself uh, feels much better as well because uh, the new sales people, uh, the when you do newbie sales, it's uh, they they are more proud of the product when customers are happy, uh, and 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 it's just a. It's a way of way of living, you could say, <laughs> for us. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's a great perspective. Like, you know, not only is it for the customers, but it's for the company itself. Yeah. And so, when do you think is the appropriate time for a SaaS company to start monitoring and measuring things such as churn? Well, I, churn, uh, well, as soon as possible. But when we look at the customer success, that how happy the clients are, I think straight away uh, from the. From the very second that the first client comes in, I think it's important that that's in the DNA that the clients are are happy. Uh, and uh, the churn aspects to put it in the structured uh, way, I think that would be, uh, of course, as soon as possible, but not not later than one year after you get the deal flow uh, going. And what are some basic metrics you think are good to put in place so that a company can better understand their churn? Uh, well, two aspects of it. But I think the, the bigger aspect is is uh, the internal analytics of how our users engage with our products, understanding the funnels, the user uh, usage funnels in within the uh, uh, within the product. Because when you can find those patterns uh, that correlate with the client. Uh, uh, Churn, then then it's like gold mine. So you know where to where to focus on. But if you look at the monetary uh, aspects, I think uh, growth growth churn is, is very important, and and especially to understand the growth churn in terms of uh, different uh, client segments and client sizes, 
and that's uh, that's that's the important thing in a monetary growth churn. Uh, then the net churn is of course important as uh, as well, but it's much easier to sort of how would you say uh, it's uh, to fix <laughs> than the growth churn. So we actually just did a customer success benchmark survey for the Nordic region. And I wanted to get your thoughts around compensation models for customer success managers. Um, what are some of the do's and don'ts that you found? Yeah, uh, there's a, yeah, it's a, it's a hard, hard, it's much harder to figure out than in the new business sales because it's so much straightforward. I would, um, so we've tried out different models uh, and now now what we have is it's based basically on uh, growth churn, uh, and that is not on on a monthly basis, but that's on a past three month uh, cumulative uh, results. Uh, then we have other aspects such as uh, the NPS score and, and things like things like these. Uh, uh, it's it's good, but I wouldn't say it's perfect. Uh, I think the next step in the compensation I would like to test out. Is in uh, is to get it on how how deeply the system is integrated with with the with clients existing processes uh, because when when you can uh, when you can get our system integrated with the uh, with the clients processes and systems it's a sign of of them seeing the value in 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 the product we we deliver for them so that would that would be basically next step but it's it's a very it's not an easy question to answer, to be honest. No, it's not. And um, I guess, do you mind if I ask, like, what were the models that you had previously, and what are some of the challenges that you found? Like, why do you think it's um, such a challenge to find a good way of mm. composing it? Yeah, well, well, we had a uh, model on a on a monthly basis. So, what's your journey in a given month? And I think that's uh, it puts people to focus too much on on the present. Uh, when when you should in in customer success uh, focus on 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 what goes on six months ahead, what is in in, in maybe or even in twelve months ahead, and and how happy the clients clients are. So if it it was the model was based on one month churn, and this is almost a year ago now, when we had had that, uh, but it it, uh, it didn't give a well. I mean, it, it fluctuated a lot the uh, uh, the results based on just basically luck how how many clients have cancelled in a given given month so so it wasn't that good okay yeah so and you're looking at adjusting it even again you said uh well no no we don't have any plans for that uh, i think it's uh, we're uh, it's 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 a good one what we have right now uh but i would like to try out sometime uh, down the road uh, like uh, uh, based on the uses it's something that is not based on the uh, revenue more just something that is based on 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 like the usage and the integrations and the the, the how, how the system is taken into the core processes of, of our clients so i think that would be something that i would like to test out but i haven't uh, i haven't figured out what could be a best uh, solution for that yet uh, but thinking about it all right yeah so what do you think is the best way to reduce churn in a b2b company Mm, well, I think it is. Uh, well, there's uh, like easy ways, such as just put a bit more focus in the in your clients. But then there are a lot of. Uh, but but it's not usually the uh, the most efficient way because there's a lot of factors that affect churn. Uh, 
I think uh, the most important, I think uh, pr- uh, churn is, is mostly a product problem, not a process problem. So, so uh, to really reduce the churn is to, uh, is to build the product so that the uh, users, users uh, use it and, and it starts and the uh, product starts to be sort of a system of a record uh, for an in, in, important process so that's that's number number one thing and then I think it's also uh, there's a huge correlation between how much the client pays and what is the churn rate so so just uh, making sure that the evolution of a, of a company always aims towards a higher paying uh, clients because if the clients pay tens of thousands of euros per year the probability churn is much much lower than when they pay uh, one or two thousand euros per year so we're going to start wrapping up our discussion a little bit here but before i let you go i just wanted to ask mm-hmm. if you have any um, advice tips uh notes of wisdom for our listeners <laughs> uh, no uh, well i mean besides what i <laughs> what we've gone here through I, I just i think it's just important to uh, understand that uh you know uh the focus on making sure that the clients are are happy is is, is very very important uh, because it it sort of radiates uh, to everything not only how uh, how your client be and how they talk about you uh, outside outside your company but also in the internal uh, pride of, of of the product and, and uh, the internal motivation of, of your uh, people that how they talk about. Uh, uh, talk about the product uh, so it's a, it's a very important thing well thank you so much Pietri for sitting down with us and giving our listeners some of your wisdom and we no, really look no forward to seeing Vinu grow even more in the next coming years yeah thank you for uh, inviting me for this interview <laughs> oh my gosh of course it was so nice speaking with you today Pietri alright and for all of our listeners uh, tune in next week for another episode <laughs>